Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. That's another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. My amazing guest today is none other than Art Coombs, or shall I call you Arthur? No. That's Ar- what it says on your books. Yeah. Arthur F. Coombs III, which sounds really... Yeah, hoity-toity, doesn't it? But Art's been on the show before. You guys might remember when we talked about his book, Don't Just Manage, Lead... Which has an interesting little quotation right at the top, little endorsement from Dr. Paul. Dr. Paul. Yeah, I don't know how I got on the cover of your book, or the front cover, no less. Actually, to to be quite candid, it wasn't me who decided that. It it was my publisher. Oh, that makes more sense then. It was the the publisher, and I said, Paul would love it. So let's go go with it. I think it actually lends more credence when you have... A third party who knows nothing about the relationship yeah. choose your quote as right. the most powerful quote to put on the top. And so I, absolutely. Well, because we've known each other for a long time and you contacted me and said, hey, would you write a little blurb for the book? And I'm like, yeah, I'm happy to do that. So I just sent you this little blurb as a friend, but also as a professional psychologist. And yeah. I, get to, I get asked to review books all the time. This was a good book. Yeah. Well, I was you. You were very kind, and and some important principles. Now you've got another one. It's called Human Connection. Subtitle: How the L do we do that? How the L do we do that? <laughs> L in quotes because you have a list of L's. Exactly. That, that we might get to. Exactly. I'm sure we will. Um, there's another book in the works, and I'm kind there, of in the loop on that one. Absolutely. About hard easy. Yeah, it's about how we live our lives and how everyone has a choice. Yeah. And we can live our lives one of two ways. We can live easy hard or we can mm-hmm. live hard easy. And Pick by you can choose the first. I choose whether I'm going to live easy. I can't choose the latter. Right. Because it follows as it a natural follows consequence. Just as gravity happens to everybody, I don't care if you understand gravity, gravity mm-hmm. is going to apply itself in your life, whether you understand it, agree with it, disagree <laughs> yes, with it, it want to fight it, it doesn't matter. This is the same way. Mm-hmm. You can live easy, hard, or hard, easy. And right. uh, yeah, and I, I thank you so much for helping. Powerful concept. Simple, simple and easy aren't always the same thing. No, we're, we're, we're going to try to take a look at it from multiple angles. Yeah. So very much like Mount Timpanogos takes mm-hmm. on a very different look and feel. If you were on the backside of Heber or maybe at, at Sundance skiing, he, mm-hmm. Mount Timpanogos looks very different. If you're on the west side where we live, it takes on a completely different form. So I'm going to try to look at this concept from multiple angles. And hopefully the objective here is for the reader to have, oh, okay, simple concept. Mm-hmm. Oh, ah, that's a, that's a perspective I didn't anticipate. 
Right. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, but it's true. It rings true. So anyway. So dear listeners, you're probably getting the sense that Art knows a few things. <laughs> At least you put on a good show. No, well, the, the, the sad reality is often my works are born out of my own mistakes. Right. And Which, I, I, I think, especially the easy, hard, hard, easy, I think if you read a lot of self-help books, mm-hmm. one of my challenges is um, that the author sort of often will say, I'm proof. You know, I made a million dollars before I was 25 or right. I, own, I own a home in Hawaii and I own a home in Vail. And I have this amazing relationship with my spouse mm-hmm. for 50 years or whatever it is, right? I'm yeah. in incredible shape or I'm super wealthy and I've got it all together and I've applied these rules in my life. Therefore you can too. Right. Mine's the exact opposite. <laughs> I, I've made so many mistakes that I've been beat over the head so many times where I'm like, oh, okay, now I get it. <laughs> yes. Which may be a more powerful form of learning. For me, it is. It's, you've, well, and you've shared this in your books. You're a speaker. You're a, a leader in the business community. You've been able to apply these things in a very practical way. My sense of of this second book, and I'm, we're still waiting for the third book. Right, right, Come right, on right. back when that's published. Right, right, we'll right, talk right. about that one too. On this second book, Human Connection, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like you're taking what we used to refer to as the soft side of, of leadership or business, and you're presenting it from your experience in a way that that makes sense from a logical standpoint, but people are going to feel something there too. Absolutely. And we a- had a little chat over lunch about this, so I'm absolutely. hoping we can renew that a little. A- a- absolutely. And that, you're exactly right. So in sort of dovetailing from don't just manage lead into human connection, mm-hmm. a lot of people, the, the, the easiest thing for people to do is manage And when you manage, you talk to the head and you circle and focus and you're relentlessly talking about who, when, where, how, how much, how much, but the one thing you're missing, managers don't spend any time. They don't talk about the why. The why is often an emotional issue, not an intellectual issue. The, right. key, the key and what I'm trying to hit on in this book in Human Connection is you can't get someone, you can't connect with someone or you can't motivate someone to change until the heart mm-hmm. is convinced that the head has it right. Okay, wait a minute. Say that again because that's powerful. The heart has to, no one will ever change. Me, you, your employees, your kids, your spouse, no one will ever go through real transformational change until the heart is convinced that the head has it right. So you got to have both, really. You've got to have both. There's got to be an an education of true principles, Mm -hmm. and often it involves numbers and measuring and, and, you know, 
raw data and the facts and the and logic the, and the yeah. whole thing. But until your heart is convinced through emotion, it's then not you gonna, don't move. You don't change. It's not gonna. You're just gonna continue to tread water. It's when your heart is convinced yeah. that your head has it right. That's when you're motivated to move. I can, I can, I can go on diets all day long. I can, I know what to eat and what not to eat. I know I should exercise. I know I should stop smoking. I know I should drink as much. I yeah, know all you those hear this things. this all the time. But why don't I stop? It's because my heart is not convinced. I haven't been, I haven't, I haven't created the why in myself. And in human connection, we talk, I, I talk a lot about that. Um, and the five L's. Really, and yeah. How the L do we do that? How the L? And, and, we better I, let them know what the L's are too, huh? How the L's? So it really is about the book is about living large and how to how to and and that has a lot of definitions. Living off of wholesome, uh, fulfilled, robust life, mm-hmm. one that truly creates happiness, and peace, and tranquility. Yeah. Um, but how do we do that? It's critical we do that through connecting with others. And I break that down. So I sort of back into living large through this human connection. That's the one link. If you cannot connect with others, really, truly, genuinely connect with others, you won't be able to live this life. That this you is really the defining factor here. Exactly. It won't, you won't be able to live that life. And we live that, we connect. And I sort of serendipitously backed into this. We, in my opinion, it starts with the first L is laughing. Mm-hmm. And again, you'll notice laughing is an emotion. Laughing comes from your heart. Yeah. It's an emotional reaction. It's, it's almost spontaneous. It's not real laughter. You don't think about, oh, I'm about ready to laugh. You know, you hear something you enjoy. And it's hard to fake one. You can't fake it. You can tell if someone is. Totally. If you've ever been, I'm sure the majority of your listeners have either seen or been on a dating site. Mm. What is the number one characteristic that women want from men? They want you Mm. to laugh. They want humor because they know it can't be faked. Right. You cannot fake a laugh. And what's the number one thing a woman wants from a man? I want to trust you. I want to know who mm-hmm. you really are. And through your laughter, I'm going to learn. That's how you know. That's the human connection that you're the talking human connection. about. Here. What's the very first? On this planet, we speak almost 6,500, a little over 6,500 languages are spoken on the planet. Yeah, that's crazy. The number one connection, the, the thing they all have in common are laughter mm-hmm. and crying which is the opposite yeah, of laughter. The basic human emotions. <laughs> at, at about two and a half months, babies will start to laugh. Now, I don't know of any parent who's ever had a baby that is on social media that doesn't post their <laughs> child laughing, laughing the very first time. It's oh. such an incredible it's moment. It's so reinforcing too. Our, I was just on a, a Zoom call with my grandson, who's a year old. Okay, he doesn't speak English, but he laughs. He laughs. And I can get him to laugh 
And every time I can get him to laugh, he loves it. And I love it. And you love it. And I find myself doing the goofiest things. (laughs) Acting like a fool. Right? Right. (laughs) Because of that laugh, and it causes a connection between us. Absolutely. And what's that laughter saying? That laughter is saying, I feel safe with you. I want to connect with you. I like you. I like you. Mm -hmm. I love you. I want more. I want more of that. Yeah. That's what laughter is saying. And you can't fake it. So that's laughter. Nice. Um, And then the next one, I talk about learning Mm -hmm. and how important it is to continually be learning. And for me, writing is, for me, that part of that journey, my personal journey. Right. I'm constantly trying to think of, okay, how can I expand this? If I find it interesting, I wonder if other people would find it interesting and I want to put myself out there and learn. And Art, I've known you for a lot of years, since before the books were written, right. before this creation process happened. And I can see, because I know you and I've read your books, I can see that this is a way that you have condensed and compiled your learning, what life has taught you, and in sharing it with other people... It solidifies that learning. You get to own it even more. I, I love it. And one, one of the concepts I talk about in learning that really took me a long time to really understand is my perception mm-hmm. is wrong. Ah. Always. Is that bad news? <clears throat> no, it's actually liberating. Right? It's liberating. My perception's always wrong. And when... When I, I, I can think of, I mean, the, the example that pops to mind is our last political election. Mm-hmm. And on, on social media, I was inundated with people who were so passionate, so passionate that their side, their mm-hmm. ideology, their political beliefs were the only way forward. And right. And right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so the example I like to give, and I, I sort of stumbled upon this when I was playing uno with my kids up at the cabin Mm -hmm. my daughter laid down a six Mm -hmm. now even though it has that line underneath it still takes a second but my son looked at it and it was upside down and he said oh you put down a nine right no that's a six (laughs) so if you take the line away and you lay a nine or a six on its back and you go to one yeah. side of the audience and you say, what is that number? To them, it'll go, that's a nine. That's a nine. But if you go to the other side of the audience, they'll say, that's a six. Right. We're both right. We're both right. But, yeah. But, but it's just perception. It's, it's perception. Right. Angle you're coming from. And, and, and what I've learned, though, is when somebody walks into my office or my kids walk into my, my room and they present something... I literally have to say, my perception of this situation is wrong. And when I do that, I'm truly mm. open to their ideas. Right. If I don't do that, what I find myself doing is just watching their mouth move and waiting for the pause. So that you can dig in. So that I can jump in right. and prove that it is a nine, not a six. I think we can go somewhere with this, folks. This is Art Coombs today at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back.
Thank you for listening to Live on Purpose Radio. We're so glad to have you here. Please come by the website, drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, drpauljenkins.com. On the website, you'll have an opportunity to receive a free download. And while you're there, make sure you click on the social media icons. Come over to Facebook, where we will be posting these episodes as well as our YouTube videos and other content and announcements for you to share. Please like us, comment, subscribe, join the conversation. We're happy to have you with us here at Live On Purpose Radio. Let's all support each other to live on purpose. DrPaulJenkins.com And welcome back. Live On Purpose Radio with Art Coombs today, who is a prolific author and speaker and leadership expert and business guru and all that fun stuff. But anyway, glad to have you on the show, Art. That, that's your perception. That's all I got, man. Your perception's always wrong. Remember, we just talked about that. <laughs> we just talked about how, what if we had that, Art? What if we had that humility to say, you know what? Here's what I think, and I'm probably wrong. I don't even start with here. What here's what I think. I literally get in a space where I go, I am wrong. I'm wrong. Come in and wow. sit down and tell me what's, what's going on. And it's made all the difference. Which, which leaves you open to some other possibilities. Totally. And honestly, you were talking about Timpanogos earlier, the mountain that's here in our beautiful valley. And a lot of our listeners are from other places in the world. But we've got this beautiful mountain. And you and I both live on the west side of Timpanogos. Well, I grew up. On the east side. <laughs> so I know that I'm right that we currently live on the back of Timpanogos. Yeah, that's interesting. We're, because I think we live on the front of Timpanogos. Well, and the whole county calls it the Wasatch Front, <laughs> meaning this is the front of Tip. Well, I grew up on the other side, right. which is always the front to me because that's the side I always saw. To me, that's the that's the prettier side. It is the prettier side. I have to be honest. Yeah, but it feels like the front side to me. See, see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's all perception, yep. and it's not that you're wrong. <clears throat> you know that word might trip people up. Forget about being wrong for a minute, and just consider that it's just your perception, and it's only one small piece. It's your of perception, a much greater picture. And, and and the critical thing is to be able to truly entertain. Mm -hmm. The thoughts and opinions and perception of someone else yeah. without necessarily accepting those thoughts, opinions, and perceptions. But if I can right. truly empathetically entertain them and not cast judgment, not cast condemnation, mm -hmm. I can really step back. Because if I start the conversation with, this is the front. I don't care where you lived, Paul. You crazy this is the case. front. I, I, we can go to any textbook and it'll say the Wasatch any front. Any idiot knows. Everybody knows. Right. That's a six, not a nine, right? So yeah. the next L. In yeah, the, you've given us two, right? <clears throat> right, the next well, L. Well, three with the final one. The next L is uh, leading. Leading. So we've got laughing, learning, leading. leading. And leading there, it takes two angles. In fact, every single one of these L's takes two. There's two sides. You have to be able to lead when appropriate and be led. You've got to have the humility 
again, it sort of dovetails into what we were talking about. I have yes. to have the abil- uh, humility to step back and go, okay, just because I have the title CEO mm-hmm. or father, it doesn't mean my perception of this situation is exactly accurate. Right. I have to be, I have to allow space, safe space for employees or kids to say, no, dad, look at it this way. Mm-hmm. And the reality is all too often I say, you're absolutely right. You know, I can see it from your perspective and let's go with it. You know, let's, yeah. let's do that. So that's, you mentioned earlier that that has essentially changed the game for you. You approach life differently since you happened upon this truth, this principle. It is, it is created more serenity. I'll get emotional here in a second, but it's created more serenity in my life, more tranquility peace, and peace than I can possibly describe. Is that ability to just mm. let go, to truly forgive and to just let go of that anger yeah. and let go of that, that perception that you have all the answers, that you've got to fight for your identity, just to let that go. Oh my gosh, what a relief. That's huge. It's a huge weight. You, know, off you your don't shoulders. have to carry that burden. Don't have to carry it. You didn't think it was a burden before. You thought it was like your moral duty to well, dig your heels yeah, in. Yeah, you almost you almost feel like, well, if if I see it this way, yeah. then how could anybody in their right mind see it any other way than I see it? How prideful is that? Uh, yeah, exactly. How how why is it that so many people think that they have a complete monopoly on truth? Yeah. Can you just think about how arrogant that is? Right. And think about how dangerous. Because when you are so ingrained that this is the only way to live your life, the only political system that will ever be meaningful and good for Mm -hmm. people, or religion sometimes can go that way. When I am so entrenched and people don't agree with with me, Now there's alienation. That alienation can grow to frustration. Frustration easily grows to hatred. Hatred goes to elimination. That's why we have people with... Extermination. Yeah, with religious vigor Mm -hmm. willing to eliminate those who don't believe the way they believe. Right. That's why we have people who are alienating and shunning and not connecting and they justify it because you don't think the way I think I'm okay with treating you sub almost subhuman. Right. You, you, you obviously lack the intelligence to believe the way I believe. Either you're an idiot or you're evil one way or the other. And, and you're below me. Right. And I don't, I can't associate with you. In fact, if I'm not really careful, I'm going to eliminate you. Yeah. So now, now, well, now we, we, where do we go from there? We go to love. We go to love. We go to love. You know what? And I, I love that this last L is love. 
I, I wrote a book called The Love Choice. Uh-huh. And in that book, I pointed out that every interaction we have with another human being is going to fall on one side or the other. I don't think there's a neutral option. It's either going to be a love choice or a hate choice. It's going, it's going, you're going to provoke one side or the, or the other. Right. It might be a little or a lot. Right. But it, it, it has to fall on one of those two sides. And right. I use the word hate because people hate the word hate. Right, 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 right. But that's fine. Right. Let's get clear, though. If it's not a love choice, what is it? Right, right, right. Yeah, the, the story of the example, I, and I think I told you this, the example of the $100 or the $100,000, you know, yeah. wh- what do you have in your emotional bank account? What do mm-hmm. you have in your own self-worth? How important is that? Mm-hmm. And the story I like to tell is, you know, you're working your tail off and you make $100. Mm-hmm. And I invite Paul over to dinner and I set that hundred dollars in cash on the counter and I notice you steal it. I pill for it right off the counter. You take it right away. Yep. Now, when I ask audiences, it's just like me, aren't Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and out of the corner of my eye, and you don't think I know. Right. I was stealthy. I ask audiences, and you're standing there looking me straight in the face, thinking that I don't know what you had just done. Uh-huh. And I like to ask audiences, what would you do if you were me? And yeah. they Without question, they always say, well, I would confront Paul. I'm not going to let Paul get away with that. I just earned $100, and I don't care how good of a friend you are. I'm going to address the situation. And there's almost angst. There's a little bit of beating your chest and righting the wrong. Yes. And I'm going to, you know, but I like to twist a story around. Let's say... I work my tail off, and for some unexplicable reason, I make $100,000, let's yeah. say over, over the course of three or four or five months. I make $100,000, or for some reason, I put that $100,000 in cash on the counter. Now, just envision that. I've got $100,000 neatly stacked in $100 bills, Yeah, and it's a big pile. And you keep it on the counter. And usually. I keep it on the counter. That's right. where I keep it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's you come over sense. for dinner... And you nick, you take $100 off the top. Yeah, same 100 bucks. Same $100. The same players are involved. Mm-hmm. But when I ask people and they really mentally put themselves in the position of 100000 on the counter, their emotions and their reaction to the situation completely flip. Yeah. Because it goes from almost confrontation to compassion. Just like you said, you're either on one side or the other. Mm. And when I truly believe I have $100,000 on the counter, I'm now far more compassionate. And often I'll hear comments like, well, I'm not even going to talk to Paul. I don't want to embarrass him. If he needs that $100, I'm going to just let him take it. Interesting. Or some people say, no, I would, but I would approach Paul with tears in my eyes and compassion. And I would say, Paul, I saw you take the hundred. Let me give you two more. Let me give you what three. Do you what you do out. you need? And all too often, wow. interesting. when in business, we feel slighted mm-hmm. or at home, we feel someone, you know, cheated us, cheated somehow. us somehow or wronged us. wronged us or we're merging onto the freeway and someone cuts us off or doesn't let us merge. You know, they're, they got that aggressive driver mode. You know, mm-hmm. what is in our bank account? How are we going to handle that situation? Just like you said, I have a choice. 
I can treat this interaction mm-hmm. with this other person from a position of true tranquility mm-hmm. and love and compassion and empathy. And I can say, it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. You want the p- bigger piece of pie? I have mine too. I'm okay. Yeah. Or I can tr- be angst. It, it depends on where you're starting from. There's this mentality of abundance. And that's what you're saying. How much is in your account? What, are you coming from a place of you got plenty? Right. Or are you coming from a place of scarcity? Yes. Which now, is when you're going to cling and hoard. Right. And you're going to fight and you're going you're gonna to yeah. be aggressive. But when you're coming, you're coming at that position from abundance. So love, and I, and I think, like I said, in all the L's, I think the most important thing is you have to love yourself that sort of ties into that $100,000 story. You have to love yourself before you love others. If you aren't truly centered, if you don't have love for self and real self-esteem, not parent esteem, not stranger esteem, not clergyman esteem. I used That's to, all external. That's all coming I from used to else. live in that world. Yeah. I would allow other people and how they felt about me determine how I felt about me. What your account was. That's not self-esteem. Self-esteem right. is art. Me, I. How do I feel about me? Yeah. I don't give a patoot on how the clergy, <laughs> my clergyman feels about me, my, my neighbors, anything. It's about me. Anyway. So human connection. How the hell do we do this, right? <laughs> We've got laughing Learning, leading, love, loving, and, and then living. living large. Being present. Some good good tags there. How can people get a hold of that book? Um, you can find it on um, Amazon. You can find it on Barnes & Noble. It's available on Google Books. It's in Audible. I, I'm really excited. That's exce- a good way to listen to books. I love the audio, Audible version. Um, so uh, you can find it in a lot of places. Oh, wonderful. The, the title again, Human Connection. Subtitle, How the L Do We Do That? by Arthur F. Coombs III. You'll find it. It's got a nice little blue and white cover. <laughs> Excellent. What if our uh, listeners want to get a hold of you or find out more about you? Do you have a website or something? I, I do. Can you, can, uh, you can reach me at artcoombs.com. Artcoombs.com. Uh, I Wonderful. also have uh, an Instagram, which is uh, at Arthur F. Coombs. Okay. And that's the same for Twitter. You can probably link to that through the web, yeah. website. If you, if you go to artcoombs.com or you just Google artcoombs, you'll be able to link to those uh, social media sites. Well, a little shout out here. Um, the wealth of experience that you have, Art, you've really got some value to offer. And I think if you're a company or an association or someone who's looking for some really principle-based leadership keynote or training, um, Art Coombs is your man. Call him up. I appreciate it. Well, folks, it's time. You've heard it from Arthur F. Coombs III. (laughs) Now it's your turn. Go out there and live on purpose.